This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by HoneyBook. You can have one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four. Roll, 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 roll. Clap, 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 clap. Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete. Okay, well, all right. Because I got high hopes, baby. Uh, I got high, high. And listen, we got a few crazy stories to get into today, including an explanation for that ridiculously cringy dance that we just did. Which is taking the country by storm. Uh, Also, a half a million dollar drug campaign ad that is being rightfully mocked online. And an actual update update to the Epstein case. Did we get him? (laughs) No. Uh, But first, we promised you some stats on our clickbait video that we made last week. In that video, we said that we would test out the value of Twitter's ad platform by throwing $50 uh, at the tweet about the video. uh, And, uh, you know, see if it would perform. And if there was any actual value in running ads like this on Twitter, the results, as predicted, were less than stellar. So for $50, we received 14,427 impressions on the tweet, which comes out to around $3.50 per 1,000 impressions. And it's important to point out that these are just impressions. That means that they appeared on that many people's timelines, but you know, there's no guarantee that they actually clicked through and watched the video. Or interacted with the tweet at all. Uh, and at, according, I looked at, like, the video, it's at, like, 80,000 views. And according to YouTube, the number of clicks that came from Twitter, or the number of views that came directly from Twitter was half a percent. So, yeah. I mean, but that, that also is, counts uh, our regular tweet and the people who follow us clicking through on yeah, it. Yeah, so, what, five, 10% of... 80,000 would be 8,000, so half of that. So we got about 4,000 views. Maybe. But we normally get like 0.2% or 0.3%. So it's negligible. We got maybe like one to 2,000 views from For that 50 Twitter link. And there's really no knowing whether those people would have watched the video anyway. So yeah, yeah, worthless. A complete waste of money, and we'll almost certainly never do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one positive thing that came out of running those ads, though, is that we actually had legitimate responses to the promoted tweet. Organic responses. Yeah. The one, especially the ones that tagged the Save uh, Click Twitter account. <laughs> because in a, in a big logical circle, yeah. our video about Twitter clickbait... Was promoted, which, and so people were like... Yeah, in which we referenced the Save a Click guy. Yeah. So that worked. Appeared on people's timelines, and they don't know who we are, and they yeah. asked the Save a Click guy to explain it to them. So that was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So circle of life. So yeah. yeah, that part actually worked beautifully, and the account actually did explain the link to people, saying, they talk about how clickbait has made a resurgence, especially on Twitter due to promoted tweets. Then talk about my Twitter account and show examples of it. And then they sent $10 for each example they showed. Very entertaining. Would recommend watching. Hey, awesome. So that's a big thumbs up there. All right. I, you know, that that just makes me want to dance, dance, no, dance. Hold dance. on. Not again. Okay. We have to save it before everyone gets tired of the dance. Well, keep your hopes up. All in all, despite not getting any real additional traffic or boost in subscriber numbers from the video, as you can tell, my hair is still very long, uh, it was a fun experiment. Anyways. (laughs) Mayor Pete. Right now, (laughs) I have to keep grabbing this thing. Right now, you're probably asking yourself, what the hell was that? And guys, can you please never, ever do it again? Well, uh, as Twitter user Adam Friedland explained, all over America, young people are learning a new dance. It's not the dab or the whip and then shenane. It's the Mayor Pete Buttigieg dance, a hip modern routine set to Panic of the Disco's smash high hopes. And uh, boy, do we wish we we could quote the Cumbtown guy on Internet Today. (laughs) And we wish we could actually play the audio from the videos as well, because 
To truly experience the stunning beauty of this routine, you have to hear the music as well. You know the song goes bum 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 bum. You can have high high hope for a minute. Yeah, you know the song exactly. We thought it came out in the year 2004, but it apparently came out in 2018. So we've heard it enough times. Yeah, that it feels that old to us. Exactly. Uh, we go into this way further, and including a bunch of other topics on this week's exclusive podcast. So if you're yeah. a Patreon member uh, or a YouTube member, check that out. But since we can't uh, play the audio for you. Uh, we'll just have to explain that Mayor Pete, this Mayor Pete dance, it's it's set to that High Hope song, and everybody knows it for some reason, probably because it's in ads or something. I don't, I know that I'd heard it, but I didn't know where, and it's not yeah. like I'm actively seeking Panic of the Disco songs out to listen to. It, it, yeah, it must have been on loop. But it's like, like, like that Starbucks baby shark. and like, but I don't even, I don't leave my house that much, so I don't know where I would have. The heard government it. is implanting High Hopes by Panic at the Disco in all of our brains. Literally, because Mayor Pete's involved Mayor Pete is deep state, and he's trying to get me hooked on Panic at the Disco. Mm -hmm. Well, think again, Mayor Pete. Yeah, Yeah, every time there's a big election in our country, the candidates always seem to do a few absolutely cringy things in order to attempt to appeal to young voters, because they are completely out of touch. Hillary did the slowest, oldest dab imaginable. Yeah, you can tell that her bones are brittle the way she did. I can't do this too accurately, or I might break something. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, she claimed that she'd always carried a bottle of hot sauce in her bag. Mm. Fuck you. God, <laughs> how how did we ever lose this election? <laughs> oh, she was terrible. People, like, it, uh, the, the memory of the internet is so funny. Someone posted today on my on my timeline uh, how, like, on, like, uh, Rosa Parks' birthday in, like, 2015, they posted the, the Hillary H with the little arrow in it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a fucking cartoon graphic design version of Rosa Parks sitting... On the H, but in the back. This country. The so left good. can't meme. The left cannot. Well, <laughs> no. well the, the center left. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Anyway, now the people campaigning for Mayor Pete Buttigieg to be the Democratic nominee have been attempting to get their new dance to catch on with his young supporters. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the most hilariously cringy things that we've seen from any campaign so far this election season. And we can't stop watching. Every new video is uh, brings a light to my life. I could not stop laughing about this yesterday. And, and a day passed, and I watched it again, and I still thought it was funny. But I was like, this is just absurd. I can't believe that this is this exists, and it's at a, like an attempt to actually I, like uh, I think get what, it big in a, in a in a large way that affects other people. Yeah, it's the whole thing's very baffling. The thing that gets it for me is these people seem genuinely happy. Yeah, I know. They, they, and they, I think that's just I'm just a fucking terrible person. True. Like it's stupid for it has nothing to do with like issues or, or his like at all. or even the candidate thereafter. Like it, it's meaningless. It's like the kind of shit you do at like church youth group to like wake up. Yeah. It has nothing to do with anything. But these people are so fucking into it, and they are so happy about like. You know, the, yeah, it's like it, well, it gets it them pumped them, up. Yeah, it gets them pumped up. They're, and they're them loving purpose. it too. It's like yeah. doing uh, crazy eights before your improv troupe uh, yeah. hits the stage. Yeah, they're just shaking the yayas out. <laughs> yeah, they got to. Uh, These people yeah. are so full of positivity that they can't possibly contain it all all the time. So they have to shake it out a little bit with a hot dance. I think that's why it's so upsetting. Because yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people in this country are like pretty rightfully like fucking mad. Yeah, I wish like, I was. This how happy. can you dance right now? <laughs> this is offensive. Yeah, so uh, every video that we've seen of the dance, it just gets funnier with each view. With the best example being an entire room full, well, half full, yeah. of people doing this in unison, or trying to do it in unison. Because if you take a second to think about what's happening, you realize that before the camera started filming, this entire room must have spent at least 30 minutes practicing and synchronizing their moves 
so that they can nail the dance, <laughs> quote unquote, uh, <laughs> impress the world and somehow assure themselves that as soon as this thing catches on, Mayor Pete's poll numbers are actually they're gonna they're gonna surge, baby. Yeah. And according to some polls, they have. I don't know if that has anything to do with this. Oh. Probably not. It's like the Macarena. It's, it's going to be so popular that you can't not think about Mayor Pete Buttigieg. And then when that, like he's, then you have name recognition. I it's mean, like Joe Biden and Clinton and his wife did the Macarena at the '92 convention. And look what one happened. Of the 90, one of those conventions, and they won. Mm-hmm. So. And he got a blowjob for it. Yeah. So. There you go. But here's the, it's that it's all about name recognition, baby. Because yeah. only Joe Biden has it, and his brain is melting. He can't even complete sentences. So if Mayor Pete can get that name recognition through a dance, a very easy, simple dance, then why not, I guess? Yeah, well, cool. Yeah. How could any voter see this dance and not want to jump on board and dance right along with these Pete supporters, these Mayor Pete supporters? Now, like, yeah, he may have only been the mayor of a fucking tiny city of 100,000 people and their election turnout in the elections where he was picked to run the town may have only had 10% turnout and therefore only less than 10,000 people have ever actually voted for this man to be in any office. Yeah. Fuck that. Well, he's Send him to the White House. He's got the billionaire's dollars so he'll be, he he'll be fine. Uh, to be fair, as far as we can tell, Mayor Pete has not done the dance himself. That's very smart yeah. and wise but he's, he might be f- waiting it out. I know. He's gauging interest. Uh, it's certainly possible that he is waiting to debut all of this to the world on Ellen, which is the same show that Hillary waited to dab for. We gotta save crucial moments like that for Ellen. Yeah. Realistically, though, as with most attempts to make candidates look cool to the youth, uh, this will almost certainly have the opposite effect because it is, in fact, very lame. Sorry, Mayor Pete. I guess you'll just have to keep sucking up to your billionaire donors who see you as the safe bet against Warren Sanders or the guy who can't get through one paragraph without slurring his words or spewing out yet another embarrassing gaffe. Uh, real quick, before, <laughs> before we get into stories about meth and uh, Jeffrey Epstein, yeah, fun stuff, it's time to take a quick <laughs> moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Do they have a dance? Uh, this, uh, uh, it's called yeah. Honeybook. Ooh, Honeybook is my sponsor. Yeah. Gonna talk about... If you started your own business, you are your own boss. Mm-hmm. It's great, but also a bit scary because you have to take on a plethora of different roles. If you don't do it, it doesn't get done. And if you need help doing it, all you need is Honeybook. Mm-hmm. Honeybook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. It's perfect for freelancers, entrepreneurs, or small business owners that want to consolidate services they already use like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, and MailChimp. With HoneyBook, you can automate your busy work. They have easy-to-use templates for emails, proposals, brochures, and invoices. Simplify your to-do list and stay in control with HoneyBook. Simplify. And right now, HoneyBook Simplify, is... do or die. <laughs> right now, HoneyBook is offering our viewers 50% off when you uh-huh. visit HoneyBook.com slash ITDaily. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com slash ITDaily. For 50% off your first year, that's honeybook.com slash ITDaily, or just click the link in the description below. That's 50% off for your first year. What a deal. Honeybook. Simplify, do or die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service. Moving on, uh, if you, for whatever reason, weren't aware that the entire state of South Dakota is on meth, well, recently they've done their best to try and make you well aware of this very serious problem that they're all dealing with together. Meth. We're on it is a $450,000 ad campaign launched by South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem that uh, we assume was intended to raise awareness of the growing methamphetamine crisis in their state. 
what it did instead was make it appear as though South Dakota is loud and proud of its meth use, and uh, some fear that it will do more to normalize the use of the drug than anything else. I actually like this. I don't have a problem with it. Not new, I, I understand just... why people don't like it. Yeah. But I think it's a bold fucking choice. Yeah. Because it's a double meaning. It's like, we're on it. We're fixing it. But it's like, statistically speaking, we are, we are on meth. <laughs> like, we have the, the numbers here, guys. And yeah. There's a good chance. Look look to your left. Look to your right. Someone's on One meth. of those people is on meth. Probably both of them. Yeah. Or it could be you. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah it, look, it's not hard to understand what they were going for, but when you see an ad with an old cowboy that states, meth, I'm on it, <laughs> we're not sure that the correct message is coming across. Nothing I like more than brewing a hot pot of, pot of coffee, taking the horses out, and doing a little methamphetamine. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of methamphetamine. I'm getting old, you know. You see, the days are longer. My life's getting shorter, and I want to make the most of it. A long day on the ranch, sometimes <laughs> you get a little tired. You need a little extra pep in your step. For me, it's meth. That's why I just, you know, just a little bit of meth. Yeah. Yeah, the guy literally looks like an aging Marlboro man. And those ads were very successful at selling cigarettes. Yeah. They were making cigarettes appealing. Yeah. Not dissuading people from buying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to do meth with the cowboy. Yeah. Imagine like how much riding a horse on, a ranch. on meth. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Throwing yeah. a big old lasso around and knowing, knowing the way that horses work at the racetracks, I'm sure that some of his horses are on meth as well. They do. That is a problem. <laughs> yes. But yeah, this isn't the first time the state of South Dakota has completely missed the mark on ad campaigns uh, that are state funded. Back yeah. in 2015, the state attempted to convince millennials that they should relocate to South Dakota with a video campaign that stated, "Why die on Mars when you can live in South Dakota?" Why are all these millennials trying so hard to get off the planet when we have a perfectly good state? South Dakota, a beautiful place to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, if you're, if you're not from here, you're from a more temperate climate, come to South Dakota and I guarantee you our winters will kill you. Yeah. It's a... If the winters don't, the meth will. Yeah. yeah. A year before that fun ad, the state presented the world with some advice that, while good, once again missed the point that they were probably trying to make. Yeah, back in 2014, a campaign was launched that aimed to educate drivers on the dangers of frantically pulling their steering wheels when hitting patches of ice and snow. Yeah, that's a problem. The ad campaign was titled, Don't Jerk and Drive. Are you fucking kidding me? No, this is real. <laughs> oh my God, that's hey, amazing. If he... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god do they sell these like do they print these out I, I gotta check you can eBay. print them out on your own I uh, featured posters with that slogan as well as others like jerking isn't a joke <laughs> think before you jerk oh bless your heart South Dakota again this was meant to inform drivers that jerking the steering wheel in subpar weather conditions could cause you to lose control of your car. Yeah, well, so could masturbation. Yeah. You don't want to jack off while driving in winter. Exactly. Bad things can go wrong. It did come off as a warning for drivers not to engage in masturbation while driving. A valid warning. It's still good advice. Yes. Jerking off while driving not only takes one hand off the wheel, and we all know how Elliot drives. He would would have to take both hands off the wheel. (laughs) This man's driving a Tesla. Uh, And uh, you could also lose control of the car upon ejaculation. Yeah. It could get on the wheel and get slippery. Uh, you could have, uh, you know, like your vinegar strokes moment where you, you lose control. Yeah. Uh, now, okay, to be fair, the whole point of these types of ads are to get people's attention, which they certainly do. 
We're just not sure it's the kind of attention that the state of South Dakota really wants from the people who are seeing these campaigns online. I don't know. I think they're all pretty brilliant. I, I think so, too. I didn't know until today how, like... Dangerous jerking like, it was. fucking growth hack marketing they are up in South Dakota. Yeah. It's brilliant. You know, we're just trying to start a conversation. They definitely are. Cut through the... Cut through the noise. Yeah. Either way, we can't wait to see the next informative marketing campaign from the state of South Dakota. Yeah, dude. That's, I, I'm on board. This is awesome. Me and Elliot going to Sturgis next year to really experience all the state has to offer. Yeah. I want to go see that big stone monument with all of our presidents on it. Yeah. Just sitting right there on stolen land. Yeah, that mountain that we we stole from the natives that we uh, shipped off to Oklahoma. Apparently looks much smaller. Don't worry, we'll take care of the mountain. (laughs) Ha! No, we just carved a bunch of fucking white. Not even carved it, it, blew it apart. Yeah, and then fine tuned it. He's dynamite. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, you don't say. And one of the many abnormalities on the night of his death in New York City's Metropolitan Correctional Center was the fact that the two guards who were tasked with monitoring Epstein were instead sleeping and browsing the internet while his death occurred. Those guards, Tova Noel and Michael Thomas, were supposed to be monitoring the cameras in and around his cell as well as doing physical check-ins on Epstein every 30 minutes. Uh, Obviously, none of that happened. And when they finally woke up from their naps and attempted to bring him breakfast, that's when they found the body. Oops. (laughs) And in the hours that followed, they they lied on reports, claiming that they'd actually been completing their check-ins. Surely no one will double-check this. uh, Also, those cameras they were supposed to be looking at, oops, didn't exist. There was a glitch. For God knows how long. Now, on Tuesday of this week, according to the New York Times, both guards became the first people to face charges stemming from a criminal investigation into the death of Mr. Epstein. United States Attorney Jeffrey Berman was quoted saying, the defendants had a duty to ensure the safety and security of federal inmates in their care at the Metropolitan Correctional Center. Instead, they repeatedly failed to conduct mandated checks on inmates and lied on official forms to hide their dereliction. The report also adds, Ms. Noel and Mr. Thomas were charged with conspiracy to defraud the United States with making false records. They both surrendered to the FBI on Tuesday morning and pleaded not guilty at a hearing in federal district court in Manhattan in the afternoon. So, two weird things here. Uh, They pleaded not guilty. Mm -hmm. And both of these guards refused plea deals that were offered to them relating to the case, which just drives the conspiracy theory surrounding Epstein's death even further. Why would they outright refuse those plea deals? It seems like they would get less time for maybe... Yeah. Yeah. This isn't something you want to go away for. For the rest of your life. Yeah. Or potentially end up like Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein. So, hmm. It, it, it raises the question. It's very suspicious. Are they protecting others and taking the heat so that this can die down without anyone else being implicated? We're a conspiracy channel now. I guess so. In addition to these arrests, Prince Andrew, the Duke of York, who has uh, also been implicated in the original Epstein case, gave a bizarre interview <laughs> with the BBC real over the weekend. Train wreck. Uh, yeah. I, we highly suggest just going and watching the entire thing. We'll link it in the description. If but, you can. Uh, it's it's a uh, The man does not have a poker face. No. During the interview, he explained that he obviously did not have sex with his accuser because he was eating pizza with his daughter at the time. Of all the foods. Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> of all the foods. And uh, also, he could remember this 10 years ago, this specific date, exactly what he was doing, but uh, not keeps, uh, anything else about uh, the accusations. Or I keep else. a pizza journal, and right there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, they. he also said that uh, the descriptions from the victim regarding his sweaty body, those were untrue. Because he was suffering from an illness that made it, made it impossible for him to produce sweat at the time. Yeah, I guess that's real. 
I guess that's a real thing. Yeah. Um, and he, I guess he spent several years just sweating like a dog. Just, he had to relearn get, how to get sweat. Getting hot, so I'm just going to just gonna stick out my big old tongue. Yeah. All right. That helps. <laughs> it's like when you see uh, people that were involved in accidents uh, rehabilitating, trying to walk. Prince Andrew is just try- relearning how to sweat. I want to see that footage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In addition to all of that, Prince Andrew claimed that he had no recollection of the photo of him with the accuser and Ghislaine Maxwell and claimed that the picture was fake because the outfit that he was wearing wouldn't be something that he would wear out in in London. He would wear a suit and tie, obviously. Uh, That is in spite of the fact that uh, there are photos of him wearing the exact same outfit in London. Well, those must be fake, too, I guess. This goes so deep. A royal getting up to some kitty diddling? That would never happen. No. Yeah, the interview is very strange, and he jumps through numerous hoops to explain things away, despite photographic proof. Mm-hmm. We will leave a link in the description below so you can watch the whole thing. As for Ghislaine Maxwell, no one knows where she is. Yeah. And despite her extremely close connection to Epstein, uh, no one in our justice system seems to even want to capture her. Which is fucking <laughs> weird. Yeah. She was this person's literally just the facilitator. This person who knows... Presumably everything. Everything. Like, Epstein fucking died, and they're like, well, I guess... Case closed. Case closed. No reason to even investigate. Like, we, you know, the number two. We had him locked up here for basically, like, decades worth of crimes that would have required dozens of people in order to pull off. But Mm -hmm. he's dead, so I I guess... And Uh, his known conspirator. Conspirator. Yeah. Uh, The woman who has been accused of facilitating the young women... For his ring. Yeah. Uh, just, oh, well. Oh, well. Well, what are we going to do? She she left, okay? Yeah. We don't know where she is. And we, what do you want us to we do? We know she's not in Los Angeles because that picture turned was doctored, out to be yeah. photoshopped. Yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah. Also, uh, God, this is more conspiracy shit. I don't even want to say it because it is literally conspiracy shit. But it's that's the point of conspiracies is that like, coincidences uh, open up more theories, I guess. But uh, so the day that that was that that was posted, it was like the next day or that same day, like all of the nationwide, the uh, customs computers went went offline at airports. Do you remember when that happened, when they all went offline and people had to use, like, pen and paper to, like, b- bring people in and out of the country? I don't know if there's a connection there. Oh, there's certainly not a connection there, Big Elliot. if true, I'm though. just saying that it just happened to happen. Uh, on or around the same day. Well, well, we're a conspiracy channel now. Move up, move aside, Shane Dawson. Our conspiracies don't end with us launching multi-million dollar makeup brands. Nope. They just end up getting us demonetized. Yep. Anyways, uh, if you want to hear us talk more about uh, these topics and more, including Kanye West's completely bizarre appearance on Joel Osteen's church stage... Uh, yeah, you can go listen to our exclusive podcast by becoming a member of our Patreon. Or if you're already a member of Patreon, go uh, check out the posts there. And uh, in the meantime, watch our uh, previous episodes. We have an episode of Weekly Weird News, which do not eat before, during, or after. Don't do it. It's about a hot diarrhea attack. And uh, an episode of News Dump. Now let's play us out. One, one, two, two, three, three, four, four. Clap, clap, no, clap. no, fuck. I fucked it up. Clap, 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 clap. clap. Hey. See you tomorrow for the new episode.